Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. BetOnline.ag is your number one source for all your basketball info, stats, news, and scores. Get the latest odds and lines, including the latest player reports for this year's pro basketball play. BetOnline is always your sports information headquarters this season, as we have you covered for all your sports wagering needs, basketball, MLB, NHL hockey, and right to UFC and box. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino card games you can play right from your home. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Be sure to use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. Hey everybody, welcome to the Dumb Dad Podcast. My name is Evan, and I'm a dumb dad. Hey everybody, my name is Kevin, and I'm a dumb dad. Hey everybody, my name is Adam, and I'm a dumb dad. That's right. Yes, you are. Yes, you so are. So dumb! Well, the cat's out of the bag. We can't really hide the intro today on the Dumb Dad I'm Podcast. I'm here. I'm we here. Have dumb. here. None other than... Adam Shapiro. Guys, whoa, thank, thank, thank you. Thank you so much thank for, uh, for the, joining us on the podcast. Yeah, first of all, dream come true. You guys know this. I love you guys. I think you're the funniest. I'm your hugest Thanks. fan. I repost all your stuff. Just really want to double check that we are recording. We have backups yeah. of this recording. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's all we need. We're going to clip that off. Yeah. Nice. You got yeah. all this that's saved all- onto an external hard drive. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, it look and look at us. We're here and we're in person. I was saying I've never I've never done a podcast where I was in the room with the person. This is like amazing. We, yeah, we've only done uh, maybe tops ten guests, and most of them are over Zoom. So yeah, it's been an experience. The pandemic changed a lot of things. <laughs> even, That's true. Podcasts. Yeah, doing a <laughs> podcast a good chunk through the pandemic. Also, like we're dads. Like you can't. We cannot be doing our podcast in our house. I have never successfully gotten through a Zoom without my kids crashing it. <laughs> Ever. Yeah, I'm talking no. auditions. Editors are important. Yeah, I mean, I, my kids are like they they they, they, they list. Oh, oh, it sounds like he's on it. Boom. It <laughs> yeah. is that. And if you lock the door, they bang on the door. Right. Uh-huh. So you got to keep it unlocked so that they maybe could come in quietly, which that doesn't happen either. It's the same thing about going to the bathroom. It's, it's your kids, your kids don't have thing. to go to the bathroom unless you're in the bathroom. It's so true. I don't lock the door now when I'm in the bathroom. I never really locked the door, I guess, when I was in the bathroom. Yeah, but like I keep it unlocked and then they come in and I'm like, if this is what you want to do, Albie. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend it at this yeah. moment. But there's a lot of other real estate to wander around. Yeah, in but come on in. Oh, oh, Vera's coming in too. Hi. All right. Thank you, D. I guess it's a family meeting. Yeah, here uh, we all are. Let's talk uh, about picking up our shoes while yeah. we're here. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you guys are here. <laughs> okay, so for so for those of you who don't know, Adam is an actor mm-hmm. and a uh well, we'll get into it. And a chef, maestro, pretzel man. Wow. What do you say? Philly born, LA bred. I do. Is that I say right? That. I say okay. That. Yeah. He's been in Steve Jobs. Yeah. He's uh, the lead in Never Have I Ever. What's up? Yeah. Kevin's He's, favorite. Uh, you were uh, man number six on Central Park. That's yeah, right. I was. That's right. <laughs> I was several men on Central Park. That's kind of, I'm like the jack of all trades over there. They <laughs> For just, sure. Whenever a, there's a character named. With a sort of number after it, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, that's me. 
Okay, nice. perfect. They're like hot dog vendor number six, and I'm like, yep, number six. I really? can do like that. Five yeah. other hot dog vendors are like, well, it is a show about Central Park, and I'm like, you're you're That's right. That's true. You're right. That's There's true. a lot of hot That's dog true. vendors in that show. Yeah, could be a I peanut sing guy. on that show too, which is great. That's like, oh, that are fun. you a singer? I am. Well? I'm you know, yeah. I'm a singer. I did a little Broadway. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> I did a little show called Waitress. I don't know. You guys heard about it? <laughs> so yeah, what's it about? It's about uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's about a young man like, and uh, uh, stockbroker. Also, some waitresses, and he's got to offload these hot dogs. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, but Adam, you are a father. As I well. am. I'm a father. Father of one, two, two. two. Vera, excuse me. Vera's two years old. Allie's five, and uh, we are in. You know, as as a lot of older parents like to tell me, mm-hmm. I, we are in it. Yes. Right now. That's the thing. Every Five day. and two. Oh, oh you're oh, in it. What, you're are the, in. what are the ages? Oh, you're in it. Oh, you're you in are it. inside it. Right. I don't now. feel like anybody's going to stop saying that. Because when your kids become teenagers, you're definitely in it. You're in it. I think yeah. you're under it at that point. And then when your Maybe. kids are like <laughs> late 20s and still living in your house, like you're in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know I mean? You're still in it. It's just in you're a different stuck way. stuck in it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm up inside it. Yeah. This is so gross. I don't even know. Um, in Inside the parenting vortex is right. where I am. How long have you been in Los Angeles? From I moved from out Philly. here in 2001. Okay. And then I went back and finished my degree at University of Maryland, and I came out here permanently 2002. Okay. Oh. So it's been, you know, it's been 21 years, which is crazy. But you so you, but you and your wife are both in the industry. Yeah, Katie's an actress. So, so how do you, when you decide to start having kids... <laughs> What does that mean to you? How do you decide, like, we're going to go for it? Do you, I mean, because it's going to affect your careers. Is yeah. it gonna, does it take, make you take a step back a little bit in your career? Yeah. I mean, neither of us ever really had the balls to do it. I mean, I guess I was technically the one with the balls. Yeah. Uh, and it affects you less. Technically. <laughs> yeah, and it affects me less. So I was like, do I have the balls to do it? I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Technically, I did have the balls it, within this creation of these Scientifically two children. Scientifically proven. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but no, we were both like, what do we do? Well, there's no way we can't afford to have kids. It's going to, well, how is it going to affect our careers? You know, you just like, when you're an actor now, like you guys know, you're, you're just so singularly focused on that thing. And you can't mm-hmm. even imagine something changing that or getting in the way. We were very fortunate because this is a true story. Katie was on Scandal at the time, mm-hmm. and Shonda Rhimes brought Katie into her office and was like, "What's your family planning situation?" Oh, and Katie was like, I'm sorry, "We're not even thinking. We don't even, yeah. you know." Great answer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, this is Amy from HR. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Katie's like, uh, "You know, we want to have kids, but I just don't, you know." And so Shonda told Katie, "Listen, I know how long this." show's going to go because I'm going to pull the plug on the show when I feel like it's time. Nice. Uh, and so I suggest while you're under my wing and under the Shondaland umbrella, as a woman, woman to woman, I think you should get pregnant as soon as you can because I can sort of protect you. Because as you guys know, like if you're an actress and you're on a TV show and you get pregnant, mm-hmm. like and you can't be in the show, mm-hmm. you don't get paid for the episodes you're not in. Right. It's not, you're not protected in that way, right? Right. They let you go. They have to let you go and do your thing. Sure. But they're not going to pay you. And they'll so, put, put you behind as many desks as they can put you yeah, behind. Yeah, exactly. Or, or, and <laughs> and so and so she basically told Katie, I will, if you, if you let me know early enough that you're pregnant, I will make sure that we write your character in a situation where maybe we could shoot you out, shoot a bunch of episodes, oh, bottle wow. your storyline up in a way that we could shoot you maybe like four or five episodes out so you could take seven weeks off. 
That's a huge But you're deal. still going to be in the episodes and you're still going to get paid. I mean, yeah. could you ask for a better situation That's, for an actress? I don't believe so. So Katie yeah. came home that day and was like, we need to have a baby. So we just immediately started trying <laughs> to have a really baby. you playing video games with the boys? Guys, yeah, yeah. get like, out. Yeah, Everyone guys. leave. <laughs> yeah, Shonda wasn't there when we conceived, but she was there in spirit. I mean, it was, you know, it was because yeah, yeah, yeah. of Shonda. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. It's that then, safe word. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, yeah. That was like, <laughs> it's always our safe word is Shonda. <laughs> no, it's actually the word to like keep going. Yeah, like, okay. Shonda said okay. to keep going. Yeah. And so uh, we had our baby on while Katie was on Scandal. It was amazing. And then our second baby was the same thing. Shonda was her boss again. She was doing a show called Inventing Anna. Mm -hmm. Shonda was like, I kind of know what your next job is. If you guys got pregnant right now, the timing would work out perfectly because you wouldn't show <laughs> on Inventing Anna, and then you'd be ready to go for the next show. And, and Katie came home and was like, we got to get pregnant again, Shonda said. So Shonda has produced some great shows, but she's also produced two, two pretty amazing kids. And I need this person in my me. life. Who's yeah. Just like, and wow. so the funny thing about that was we, we took her advice, we got pregnant, and then the pandemic struck. So yeah. she got she was super pregnant when it was like time to go back to inventing Anna, which was not going to work. Right. But it turned out the pandemic was bad enough that we were able to get pregnant, have the baby and all that one Chose year. So mm -hmm. she didn't go back to shooting inventing Anna and for, for another year. Yeah. So we were able to actually have the baby and everything during the pandemic, which was crazy. Are you guys planning on, and by you guys, I mean Shonda. Yeah. What is Shonda? <laughs> Shonda wants a third, yeah, and Katie and I are discussing it. That doesn't sound like you get to discuss it. Honestly, whatever she says goes in our household. She's the best, so I don't know. I she's not been pressuring us or telling us to have a third, so I think we're. I think shops closed. She'll tell you when it's time to have a vasectomy. Is what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I should probably call Shonda about that. Um, but no, I think like you know, it's just such a funny thing that that's kind of how the babies came to be. But then. Um, yeah, it's been really challenging. I was in Budapest a lot of last year shooting, and, and the kids were out there with me. But at, Katie was shooting a sitcom for like three months mm -hmm. while we were both shooting. And so I was just kind of gone from the kids. And it, it it definitely has been a juggling act. But at the same time, like, you know, the kids have been able to like go to film in Vancouver. Morocco, yeah. Budapest, like our kids have traveled everywhere with us, and it's been pretty cool. That's I think that ends now that they go to, you know, Abby's about to start school where we can't just be pulling him out. Right, right. unexcused gonna, absences are a real thing. Yeah, so <laughs> we're we're gonna have to change our lifestyle a little bit with that. But you know, I mean, the real answer is I think at, your acting gets better as you collect great life experiences yeah, and yeah, there's no sure. greater one than being a parent in my mind. So <laughs> yeah. I actually think I'm a better actor and a better sort of professional because these kids have kind of whipped me into shape a little bit. For sure. I think they change your perspective and they force you to, they force you to just think about all kinds of different things about life and the pressures of life, the yeah. emotions of life and everything. So I can definitely see. And take that. the pressure off of other things mm -hmm. too. Like yeah. things that used to make me nervous in Hollywood. I'm like, I was changing a diarrhea diaper 10 minutes ago. Yeah. Like, this is all... Yeah. Sorry about the lobby, by the way, you guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can, can we it, bring some I'll get it. The right here. Here. <laughs> so, yes, that's what that. was that? What was that like, though? Like, the experience... So, my, my, my son turned one years old one month into, like, nobody goes anywhere pandemic. Yeah. Like, March... Yeah. March 2020, it started. April 1st. We talked about this on another podcast recently, but April 1st... Or sorry, April second, my son turned one, and it was like, okay, so I guess you're doing pandemic for a while. Yeah. What was it like, newborn? 
It must have been kind of nice to like. Have what was that funny? Time. So, so basically, the 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 real lockdown part of of COVID. Yeah, Katie was pregnant the whole time, so I was just it was just me and the two year old. Okay, mm-hmm. and Katie was just like freaking out, like losing her mind about the baby, because you know we didn't you didn't know. Like no. we went to our baby doctor, and we're like, what what happens if we if she gets COVID? And they're like, we don't know. We put bleach on our groceries and thought that was healthy. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Lysol wipes. Not, not the thing. Like, what do you ask the doctor? Oh, we don't know. Like, yeah, the doctor's like, yep, yeah, okay. You're, you're kind of the first pregnant yeah. case of, you know. But hey, best of luck to you. We found out we were pregnant March 14th, and the lockdown was like the 13th or 15th. I, you know, it was yeah. like one wow. of our first like lockdown activities was like, let's see if let's we're pregnant. I, I had the two-year-old, and, and I, I kind of told Katie, listen, I know this is super stressful on you, so I'm going to take sort of household duties and the two-year-old, and mm-hmm. you do just like – Whatever you need to do, you right? And so I started like creating a schedule for me and Albie, like uh, like a, like a camp counselor would. Yep. I was yep. a camp counselor for a long time, so there was like cleanup was built in, and like yeah. arts and crafts in the garage, and then like uh, cutting cardboard boxes was one of our periods where it was just that's cutting dad, down that's, cardboard that's boxes. A dad move, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> dad move, total dad move. I'm like Albie, you get to use knives now. <laughs> it's the pandemic. Help me cut down these 75 Amazon boxes because the recycling has to I, go out. And yeah, we, we got gotta three weeks into, worth. We got to fit that thing into the because uh, <laughs> we only have two blue bins. Right, so you can't be putting like. Fully taped up, shaped boxes in those blue bins. No, mm-hmm. can't do it. No, you're, Although my wife, you're a my monster. My wife does that. She does. She puts the full. Maybe Albie gets to jump up oh, and yeah. down on him and try to compress him a little bit. Yeah, compress him. You know, have fun. So we did that, and then one of our periods was cooking class. It was usually like me telling Albie we would watch a YouTube video of a of a place that Katie and I had visited before he was born. Like, let's say it was New Orleans. And I'm yeah. like, and in New Orleans, you eat these beignets and you <laughs> sprinkle powdered sugar on them and they're so, so good. good. And then we would look up how to make them and we would spend the next couple of days making beignets and That's trying to make so them. Cool. And so that sort of evolved over like three or four months into like, we should make a Philadelphia soft pretzel. So really the, the, the answer to my pandemic and what it was like with the kids was like, I ended up creating... Uh, accidentally sort of backwards a uh, soft pretzel company, which is now three years old. <laughs> which is amazing. I was going to say like, <laughs> so the pandemic hits and you did what I think a lot of people wanted to do, which was start a pretzel company. Yeah, yeah, just start yeah. a pretzel company. Yeah, with a two-year-old as your partner. Yeah, two-year-old business And my partner. only help yeah. was my two-year-old. So it's so this is the same diarrhea one. Yep, yep same one with the soft diarrhea. pretzels. <laughs> yep, a lot of Philly things. So yeah. you grew up on soft pretzels. Did you even know how to make them? I never baked anything in my life before this soft pretzel. I uh-huh. I, I like cooking. I've never really gotten into baking, but yeah, different animal. Yeah, it really is because mm-hmm. you know what I've learned is like the best French pastry chef in. Paris could give you his exact recipe for a croissant. And you're, you're not gonna never going to be able to do it. You're not going to gonna do it. No. It's not about the recipe. It's about the process. Yeah. And the process is like the little things you can't read in cookbooks or little um, article websites. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the thing you kind of have to have experience as a baker, like right. knowing – that, oh, it's really humid outside, so you're going to have to change how much yeast you put in it today. Or, you know, it's really hot, or we're, we're baking in a higher elevation than we usually do. Like, there are so many factors that go Whoa. into successfully baking what it is you're trying to bake. Sure. And luckily, I had all the time in the world, so I, I trial and error pretzels <laughs> for months. And then one day, I didn't have the shape, but the taste and the texture and, the, like, the, the mouthfeel. 
if you can say that yeah. on this they podcast. They say that so Ooh. much on all these. They say mouthfeel. <laughs> they say mouthfeel so... so much on these cooking shows. Yeah, like, but it's true. There's what? some about there's, you know. Yeah, it's sort of like. And I pulled out a batch of pretzels one day, and I'm like, oh my god, these taste like the Philly ones I grew up with. I, I think this is it. Yeah. And then it just started snowballing, and then I finally ended up in a bakery, and there were a lot of professional bakers around, so I was picking up little tips here and there from oh, bakers, nice. mm-hmm. and I finally figured out how to kind of keep the shape, because I was shaping them, and in the, sh- in the, in the pre-bake, the shape looked great, but, but by the time I baked it, it, a- it would blow up into just a giant bun. It tasted like a pretzel, but it didn't really look like a pretzel. Right. It just looked like a, a blob, yeah. And people were fine with that. People were like, "What? I don't care what it looks like. It tastes so good." And they were lining up at my house and buying them. And uh, you know, it was still really like lockdown pandemic, so people were lining up in their cars on my street. My neighbors are coming out, like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, I, "I don't know what I'm doing. I, I have no idea." People are really buying some pretzels from me in my house. I don't even know if this is legal. You know, it's not drugs. It's just pretzels. That was the time to start a business because you could do anything. There were businesses just giving you cocktails. Yeah, uh, it was the cool. You know, that's right. The Pandemic food is like the no pandemic sucked, yeah. but like there were little tiny things that came mm. out of it that I just found to be so much fun. Like yeah. I was buying cocktails from, yeah. from bars that were like, we'll, we'll deliver it to you like in a in a plastic bottle. Yeah. And, it's like I a, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'll buy cocktails yeah. delivered to my house. And there were like little things that were kind of popping up out of this pandemic. And then when I started doing the pretzels and it started to sort of take off, my DMs in my pretzel account started to become like a lightning rod for other stories. People were like, yo, I've been watching what you're doing and I'm making dumplings. Could I deliver some and could you post about them? I'm like, yes, drop <laughs> off the dumplings, you know? And now, like, uh, I'm, like, really good friends with the dumpling. Like, like she's still making the dumplings. She's fully quit her full-time job and is, like, now just, like, full. I mean, it's she has these amazing, they're called Stuff Dump Lins, L-I-N at the end mm-hmm. yeah. for her name. And uh, so, yeah, and, and uh, there was, like, a DM like group chat I was on with a bunch of people doing this. One was making ice cream. One was making uh, uh, Detroit-style pizza. Mm -hmm. One was doing pizza out of a truck where he, like, put a pizza oven on the side of a truck, and he would go to people's houses for pizza delivery, but he would make the pizza really quickly right in their driveway and and then then deliver it it, and then move on. And so we had all these guys. That's pretty good. That's still going. That's called Speak Cheesy. And uh, it's oh, that's so a great cool. <laughs> that's a great the, the name is half of it. I think. Oh, like, dude, speak cheese is great. And so, like, we all went out for dinner one night. Like a bunch of us, like home uh, pandemic. We were. It was the first time I went out to dinner in the pandemic. Was to meet all of these people I hadn't met in person yet. And uh, we all went out to like Korean, and we all talked about like what we were doing. Like, are you guys charging on Venmo? Or do you guys use Square? <laughs> yeah. What do you guys do if you run out of this product? Like, where, where are you guys buying? packaging materials we started just like trying to all figure it out because none of us came from the food industry sure and it was such a fascinating dinner and yeah i mean that's um that's kind of how it all happened but i it brought philadelphia back into my life in the coolest way i mean when the eagles made the super bowl this year we made five thousand pretzels (laughs) for la we didn't go to the super bowl yeah we didn't go to philly (laughs) this was five thousand pretzels for eagles fans here in la i mean it was the just one it was the worst day of my life yeah you never want (laughs) you never want to sort of be indebted to an eagles fan (laughs) let alone like two thousand of them yeah you know um and like 
I didn't realize how long it would take to make 5,000. And then, and then I'm an idiot. So I just went on Instagram when we won the NFC championship. And I was like, yo, Eagles fans in LA, if you want pretzels, I will deliver them to your house for the <laughs> Super Bowl. With no radius, no like stipulations. Uh, I just started taking orders from guys. They're like, yo, we need 24 pretzels. I'm like, done. Send me your address. They're like, cool, San Diego. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> That's, I guess, technically part of LA usually. Yeah. LA's pretty large. So, so basically, <laughs> I hired six delivery drivers, made six delivery routes, and the routes were all over Southern California. It was insane. <laughs> it was insane. And I missed the whole first quarter, which I was really bummed about, but I wish I had missed the fourth quarter. <laughs> hey, oh, well. Now, did you, have you, have you tested, have you gone to Philly with the pretzels? I haven't yet. That's the move. You're yeah, asking yeah, if yeah, I yeah. brought that sand to that beach? Yeah. 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 Um, I haven't done it yet, but it's happening. I'm, I'm working on it this year. There's, there's, there's rumblings of me possibly throwing out the first pitch at a Phillies game. Whoa. Okay. And I'm using that as my, my motivation to like, I need to be able to figure out how to make these pretzels in Philly before that happens. Yeah, I think you do. So I got this baseball season to figure it out. Because Whoa. I worked at a, a I worked at a restaurant in New York. Now the owner was born and raised in New Orleans. The chef who made the menu was born and raised in New Orleans. Who like started that menu, and then the current chef was born and raised in New Orleans. And we and we would get like <laughs> crawfish flown in live from really? New Orleans every day. What was this restaurant? Uh, it's not there anymore. But it's called the Delta Grill. It was amazing. Oh, amazing! Great. But here's the funny thing, and this is what I warn you about going to Philly: is like you'd have people from New Orleans come, and with all of that, they would still be like, "Nah, nah this ain't it." No. And you're like, "It's good, but it's not in the world." I don't know. How, I don't know how it could be it. Like, I, I, uh, <laughs> it's so funny. I, it's kind of the reason why I don't want to have my own brick and mortar because there's, there's, I. Want to keep it real? Like I, yeah. I, yeah mm -hmm. Yesterday was now the, the. I don't know when this podcast will, will, will launch, but yesterday when we're recording this was National Pretzel Day, right? Yeah. And I had a lot of Philly guys coming into the shop to buy pretzels, and one guy it was his first time, and these are my favorite ones because yeah. <laughs> you know, guy comes in and he's like, oh yeah, I used to work at the Philly Inquirer. He's like real Philly, yeah. You know? And he's like, we you're came getting in, a little nervous. Yeah. He's like, we oh, came yeah. in the other day and you were sold out. And we drove all the way down here from, I'm like, oh boy, here we go. <laughs> and you know, once, once a Philly guy starts telling you how Philly they are, yep. I'm just like, oh God, yep. we got to get this pretzel in this guy's mouth sooner rather than later. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oh yeah, we used to go down here. We used to get pretzels from this guy who had a card on Roosevelt Boulevard. You know, like, well, this guy's got the accent and everything. Yeah. This is, this is tough. This just is going to be keep, tough. Just slowly put the pretzel yeah, in yeah. his mouth while he's talking. <laughs> <laughs> sir, <laughs> sir, sir, just relax and eat the pretzel. So chew. Yeah. So he came out and, um, and I got him the pretzel and he ate it. And there was like a long pause and he was like, I don't know if this is Philly. I don't know if this is a Philly pretzel. Oh, and I'm like, sir, I respect that. He goes, this is better than a Philly pretzel. Oh! Like, oh. <laughs> Wowzers! Wow. <laughs> he said that. He said that. He used to be, and I, and I said, what are you, he's like, I'm retired now, but I used to be the um, vice president at ESPN. I created the show, uh, what's the one where they argue with each other? PTI? PTI! Yeah. I was like, I love PTI! We talked about that. He was like, yeah, I used to be at the Philly Inquirer. I used to be at, like, I used to sports journalism in Kansas City. I worked at the NFL Network for a million years. I was like, this is so cool. <laughs> 
This is so cool. But and yeah. you were one bite away from that guy. So I've had, a lot, I've had a lot of Philly people in LA say this is a Philly pretzel or they really like it or they like it even more yeah. or whatever. But I still haven't been in Philly giving people these Philly pretzels. And I, I'm nervous about that. Philly people are tough, you know, They're but tough. we'll see. We'll see. You got to get that quote. And just have his first name and got a guy from Philly. Yeah, just a guy, a guy from, from Philly. He told me. Yeah. He told me. There's a, there's a so it, it, I'm from Seattle area. There's this place called Dicks, and there it's like a burger spot. That's the place where you, they yell at you, or they're the no, they don't yell. At you. No, no, no. Oh, that's a different place. Different, different place. Okay. There's there's only like five or six. <laughs> there's only like five or six locations. Yeah. And it's since like the fifties. It's and it's very like they have a very minimal menu. I mean, it's like. Dicks Deluxe, cheeseburger, fries, yeah. shakes. It's pretty much it. Yeah. And I, over time, I've like slowly tried to figure out a little bit how to make a, a deluxe. And I can get close. I can get close. But it's one of those things, like, if I haven't had one in a year or so, start to it reminds me of it, right? Yeah. But if when I go to Seattle and I go to Dick's and have like, one, it's like, there oh, it is. This, is the, this is what it is. I always love when I'm traveling and I get to a restaurant that has a really small menu. You know if they have yeah. a really small menu, yeah. it's going to be legit. They got it right. Because the thing is, it's like the more overhead you take on, the, the more you have to sort of expand your menu mm -hmm. and sort of placate to the – that's why like – People always talk about, like, why isn't there, like, a New York bagel in L.A.? Like, you can't make it. It's the water. It's not. I don't believe it's the water. You could make a New York bagel in L.A. For sure. It's just most people in L.A. think that L.A. bagels are bagels. They're yeah. Not. So, like, if you – oh, so that's the thing with the Philly pretzel. It's, like, the more I take on, the more people are, like, yo, can you put, like, jalapenos and cheese inside the pretzel? <laughs> put a hot dog in the pretzel and all that stuff. And it's, like, those aren't Philly things. But if I had to have, like – if I had to pay rent at a really expensive brick and mortar, I would have to like start to like do that. So that's why I'm just trying right. to keep it sort of the way it is, keep it like, like this food pop up style, style, so that I could keep it Philly. Yeah, because I know the New Orleans, like that was probably they probably had to like they want to keep it real in New Orleans, but they're also paying New York City rent. Yeah, yeah, they would definitely mm -hmm. have to do stuff that you were like, this isn't necessary. New like, Orleans, you have works like yeah, they would do stuff that would be twist on stuff. You had those stuff. beignets at the uh, beignet box. The legit. beignet box is legit. They taste like oh no, we have had the beignet. They box. They taste like Cafe Du Monde. We chased them down. That's what we did. We oh, got them like, once. We were like, where are, like, saw like a Instagram post and we we're like, they're here. Let's go. Everyone we, in the car. We catered a bar mitzvah the other day, Shappy Pretzel, and yeah. it was us and uh, the beignet box. And Ooh. so I brought them a bunch of pretzels and then they just hit me with a lot of beignets and I just stuffed there my face. <laughs> How, do your kids like the pretzels? They love the pretzels and they love working on the truck. Oh, they, they just love being in the truck and, you know, yeah. I park it at my house, so they're just always on the truck. And that's so rude. They eat pretzels all the time. Yeah, it's the best. It's like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Like, they yeah. just, they live at the bakery and they're constantly getting all the leftovers. And they, it's like the most fun. Honestly, it's like some days where I'm like, what am I doing? I, I got another job here. I can't be like working two full-time jobs. <laughs> but then I see like my kids, like faces light up when yeah. they get to like work at the pop-up and you yeah. know, the pretzels are, the little ones are called Albies. And so he's always selling people pretzels named after him. It's the cutest That's thing ever. That's pretty good. My daughter doesn't like eat anything, but she'll, she likes she'll the crush a pretzel. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if we go to a, a restaurant that has a pretzel, it's like, okay, so hi, we'll have water and a pretzel, and then we'll continue with the ordering in five <laughs> minutes, but just get the pretzel. Yeah, there. it's one of the things I love about soft pretzels. It's like, it. it's one of the only foods I think that exists that rich, poor, old, young, 
Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Like, yeah. you love a soft pretzel. It's yeah. it's wild. I mean, it, there's no there's no like super high end pretzel. It's not that sort of thing. It's just sort of like yeah, no. It's just kind of it is what it is. It is what it is. And like all cultures, the entire world has them. It's wild. I mean, this was a. A uh, baked good that was invented by monks in the Middle Ages at the bottoms of monasteries in Italy. And we're still <laughs> eating that. Yeah. Like, isn't that crazy? Still chasing it. We're know. still doing that. I just want to know what monk came out of the bakery and was like, yo. Yo. <laughs> you guys, I think I figured it out. It came out of like. Do you want to put like jalapenos and chi- Shut up. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's not how we do it in Italy in the monasteries. We don't do jalapeno. No, they they like made these pretzels. I think it was out because of Lent. You know, there was there was something right. about trying to create something that could be eaten by like the parishioners. And then they've shaped it so that it would look like prayer hands. Mm. And that's sort of what the became twist the twist. And then the pretzel ended up sort of like migrating north to Germany and they sort of made the Bavarian shape. And then those Germans moved to Pennsylvania and then they started selling pretzels to Philadelphians. Mm-hmm. And that's where the American soft pretzel like came out of Philly. Boom. We learned. Boom. Something. And it was always a soft pretzel. Soft pretzels should be called pretzels. Right. But we call hard pretzels pretzels and we call soft pretzels soft pretzels. Mm. Just, you know. We're going to change, we'll change it right now. In Philly, though, it's the opposite. In Philly, you call pretzels, soft pretzels are just called pretzels. Pretzels, yeah. You wouldn't, you're not. Do they call you, them hard pretzels? Yeah. And then That's you a say, horrible name. And then you say hard pretzels. That's a tough name. You're like, oh, you got pretzels? Yeah, I mean, we got some hard pretzels. Oh, you got some you know? hard ones in a bag. Yeah. Yeah. They've been, the, in, they've they've been had, in my we, kids' travel cup since like last month. <laughs> I, I just found them. But. Yeah. I mean, they're not too stale. Yeah. There's a couple behind if the If you can fit seat. your hands in the little. Yeah. Travel cup. <laughs> you like those ones with the little rubber tops that keep it from spilling? Yeah. Yeah. Those things are great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, those things are incredible. Some of the innovation in kids' products are like, <laughs> uh, we have a stroller right now that's literally from the future. I mean, I just hit one button and it folds into the tiniest little thing and then you could put it in the, the overhead in a plane. Really? Oh, it's wow. incre- and all one-handed. No, you no, can no. hold one kid and fold the thing up with one hand. It's it's unbelievable. No, I that have was a stroller the- that you can pick up with a strap, and then you get to get in your seat and watch some guy do a shot putt of it into the back of the plane. <laughs> 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 like, I've like, gotten dude, in, it's broken. Like, dude, 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 dude. Yeah. Oh. It's the only the stroller we have on the we trip. Just had, we just had, that was one of the things that we were told, like, when you're going to shop for a stroller for your kids, make sure you can do it one-handed because you're not going to have both hands free almost ever. <laughs> you got to be able to do it one-handed. And we were just in Florida uh, this last week, and we were going to Disney World with our families and everything, and we were like, there's no way we're going to get our kids to walk around these parks for hours and hours no. and hours. We're going to need some sort of... Stroller Vehicle. situation. Yeah. So we had these strollers like sent to the, um, like rent, rent to strollers yeah. sent to like the hotel and th- a double wide. So two double wides. Double, wide. double which, wides are tough. In which I was always places. like, when we, when we had our second kid, I was like, <laughs> I hate them. Should be double think- long. Yes. Well, that's the thing. The when we had our second kid, I was like, "We're not. I'm not doing double wide. I don't want to do that. So we found this one that we really liked and it was like one seat in front of the other. But now we're going to Disney World. We're like, okay, well, we'll just rent these strollers. And it was a double wide. And it was, man, wild. And it, it was did. like you get folded by like two-hand yank. Yeah. It was like it was, it was hard you had to do a two-hand yank. That we, was yeah, we're getting on yeah, not a one-handed situation. And one of the I mean, one of the days we were like rushing to get onto the tram or the bus or whatever we were doing. We're having our kids like race <laughs> to this thing. And you know, like to put it on the bus, you have to make sure everything's out of the bottom of it and all yeah. this stuff. 
and thought we had all that out of there and like Kevin and his wife and his kids and my wife, and my kids are like on the bus and I'm like the last guy out on the sidewalk and I yank this thing up and like <laughs> all the falls out oh, yeah. it's like rolling away and he had like, gotten there first he was like he was like a hundred hundred feet in front of me he's getting there first and I was like oh man they're gonna get on and I got the kids out got my stuff and I'm pulling I was like what's he doing and I just just like <laughs> sea of stuff everything's Evan's rolling like, away from me you know and like I finally gather it and then I <laughs> I gather it and I shove some of it in my pockets and then I gather a couple more things and I give it one more test and like four more things come <laughs> yeah, out there's like, so many things uh, at the bottom and so I'm holding all this like loose stuff in the stroll I'm dragging on and I'm, I'm I get up on there and the bus driver's just like shaking his head looking yeah, at me bro. like oh, dumb dad. I, dumb dad. When we were doing that, I haven't used a stroller in a very long time. Yeah. Uh, my son is four and he could use a stroller, but he just loves climbing on stuff. So like being back and using a stroller again, I was reminded of like, remember those little, the, the little firework kid things you give to kids, you pull the string and they yeah, pop. And yeah. Imagine that. But like crumbs, because that's what happens when you like pull a stroller. <laughs> <laughs> I'd forgotten about that when you pull it up and just like just so just like many crumbs, crumbs yeah. just shooting every single direction. <laughs> it's like a self cleaning. Okay, shield your eyes. I'm gonna yeah. fold this thing in half. Yeah. <laughs> we had a, you know, we were spending a lot of time in Budapest, and like a lot of these European cities, the double Y doesn't fit. I mean, it doesn't fit in the doors. It doesn't fit on the sidewalks. It yeah. doesn't fit in like. Sure. Anywhere that yeah. like everything you have to do the double wide. And when we first got there, we we, we were getting so many looks about the double wide. And I was <laughs> yeah. thinking it was just because like they thought our kids were cute. But yeah. it turns out we were like the only people in Hungary rolling around with this double wide stroller. And I think everybody was like, ooh, they're never going to be able to fit anywhere. <laughs> Every restaurant. I mean, it was just a pain in the. <laughs> Evan said that just do two strollers, guys. We, we weren't on a. We, it wasn't on the podcast. I wish you had said this on the podcast. But Evan was like, we were talking about getting strollers, and they only have double wides at Disney. And Evan was like, I don't know if we should get a double wide. And we we're like, why? He goes, I don't know if we'll fit through. I was like, do you not think <laughs> that, that, that Disney, Disney. Is prepared for double wide? <laughs> it's true. Disney is sort of like the one place created yeah. for the double wide. They have a button that widens the doors. Yeah, yeah. The frame <laughs> shifts like an Iron Man suit, and They're you can fine. get through. There's a lot of double wide. wide going yeah. on at Disney. I've been there. It, it's you're you're good the, there. The, it, it never ceases to amaze me. I mean, this is at all parks too now. But when it's like stroller parking and it, it's like oh, hilarious, it's just you have, hilarious. Have to you me, guys? Like, are you guys really sensitive? Whenever I see, whenever I'm in New York and somebody has a stroller and they're trying to get up like a flight of stairs, mm-hmm. now I'm like, that's like my moment to shine. I'm like, oh, yo, yes. you need help. Yeah, you want me because you know right right to grab too. We're yeah, I'm like I got the front, I got the front, the front. You get the back. Yeah. Let's get this kid up these stairs. <laughs> Let's go. That's like my that's and then my, and then no moment to shine and then no look walk away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. No, take good. it easy, you guys. I the the thing I was shooting in Budapest was a um, a John Wick prequel series. Amazing. Okay, that is so cool. But basically, I had to go out there for like a month for martial arts training and gun training. And at the end of my month of martial arts training, the producers came up to me and they were like, so we were thinking that your character would not be good at martial arts. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, I believe that's probably best for all of us. Okay. Even the John Wick universe does not have the money to make me look like I know what I'm doing in the the arts of the martial. Okay. Sure. So- Uh, not getting a black belt is what you're saying. No, not even close. You were I don't like, even know what belt I You were I like, what if we get the director from the Bourne films who does the shaky cam? Maybe we can make yeah, that Yeah, maybe work. then it would look like I kind of know what I'm doing. Or just put the lens cap on and yeah. make it like we're fighting in the dark. Yeah, your character always takes out the lights. Yeah, yeah. Full yeah. Raphael. Why Ninja Turtles 2, you got all the bells. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> lights off. And then you just hear... Uh. 
show, please. I've got a family. You're up here. Yeah. <laughs> but the show, there are people that know what they're doing on the show. That's hilarious. I just am very much the comic relief. That's oh, I love that. Yeah. I love that. Speaking of comic relief, I think it's time to get into it. The dumb the dad moment. The dumb dad moment. Let's go. So each week we bring a moment of something that we did during the week. Maybe not the best idea. Maybe not the best move. Sure. Now we'll go over a couple. We do it weekly. So if you have an all timer, we want to hear an all timer. Sure, of course. But, so for instance, this week. Okay. So a little bit backstory. The <laughs> listeners know my son has braces. He's gone through an expander. Now he has a retainer in his mouth and everything. I'll throw a little bit of shade on him. We ended one of our last podcasts by me telling. Now he has, he's tongue tied. He had to go get a tongue tie release. Wowzers. And at the end of the podcast, I was. Get that water world situation under your tongue. There's yeah. so many things. I was telling the listeners, I was like, I'm so proud of him. He was really scared. He did it. And, uh, you know, we, everything was fine. Next day, lost his retainer. <laughs> Threw it away at of school. Course. That's Threw it in do. the garbage. Threw it away. Because he thought he was good. Because he didn't have his case with him, so he just, like, set it on Put a it napkin on to tray, eat lunch. A napkin. And then nobody's Nobody's kindly putting that yeah. thing aside. So then we had to go back, you know, we had to go back and have him make, like, an emergency one, which was so convenient and cheap. And, uh, <laughs> and so... 3D printed right on the spot. Yeah. And uh, so this week... Um, I think this was like yesterday or the day before my responsibility was when we went to go, I took him to the tongue tie release. So they go through this like procedure, they go through the whole thing. And, uh, and so at the desk when they're like, Hey, we need a post-op, uh, appointment to just make sure everything's healing. Okay. Mm -hmm. To, you know, walk them through a couple things. I was like, great. They said it, it doesn't even, it could be on zoom. We can do, do it over Zoom, which is fine. We just need to go through a couple of things. He's like, no problem. Let's pick the date and pick the time. Okay. So, which we did. And then. So the tongue tie release, they're cutting the thing under the tongue, right? Literally with a laser. That little string thing that's like holding your tongue was like way too tight. So they released it, cut it. So his tongue is like now fluid movement all over the place. With a laser. With a laser. And is, is, has he done this yet? Like. Like, like, is he is he like really getting into the fact that it's well, like he couldn't even do things like like suction your tongue to the top of your mouth and then open your mouth. Like he could barely open his mouth. Wow, because that the connected was so well connected. Or when he would swallow, he would like his he would have what's called tongue thrust, and he would like force his tongue forward. Tongue which, thrust, yeah. Which is would that make the same his, thing as mouth feel? It's in the vicinity. Okay, it's cool. adjacent. He did. Got do, it, got he it. did do. What Evan calls mouth exercises. He does. He ha, he had to do mouth exercises. There are so many things, dude. Let me tell so you, many mouth stuff. We, we are we, we are well versed. In, yeah, a lot of mouth talk on this podcast, and um, which gives me the mouth feels in the wallet. And <laughs> so he, uh, so we, yeah, anyway, t comes time for the appointment. My I'm busy, so my wife's like, I will call with him. We'll do the little appointment. They're calling and calling and calling. They're not answering, and then it turns out I put the time of the appointment in my phone wrong. In the family calendar, so you know. Oh, just miss the appointment, you missed which it. is which is a fee. There'll be a fee. Yeah, you're gonna be feed for that. Be feed for that. Oh. So again, I've done this now. I mean, I I misplaced one of the appointments before. My wife's like, I just don't think. I haven't you you misplaced. Why? Well, <laughs> I, I got the physical you know calendar where you can all see what you put into the yeah. calendar. Yeah, but but to the but, but, the, but essentially, you got to put it in the right way. If you don't put it in the right way, or if you don't put it in at all. It's yep. not happening. It's not happening. I mean, you live by the calendar. Yeah. So Oof. not really allowed to be in charge of appointments anymore. Yeah. I, I was revoked <laughs> of uh, appointment duty as well. So that was my dumb dad moment. I continuously get things like that wrong. Even when I have all effort there, I'm with the lady at the office. She tells me, I'm like, great, put it in my phone right now. Yep. 
You're who they make iPhones for. They're just like, okay, let's bring them in. What happened? Oh my god, um, that's insane. <laughs> Maybe we can just turn something on where we listen to everything. We just put the appointments in. Um, <laughs> yeah. We, Do you when the phone hears when the phone, so when the phone I, hears the word appointment, it activates like Siri and just starts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So I get home, like, yeah, just staple it to my face when I go home. My wife pulls the thing off my forehead and goes, okay, <laughs> we'll figure it out. <laughs> oh, man. I love, the, I love that you called it misplaced. It's just, uh, it's, I don't know. It's, it's a very I, that's funny how term far for a physical object. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, mine was, um, mine was, what's today? Today, as it's recording, is Thursday. So this uh-huh. was a, a, a kind of Monday, Tuesday situation. So we went to Disney. Yes. We read out, we took a red eye there. Disney World. Um, Disney World. Wowzers. And we, so we did a red eye, which was like a bad and good idea. It was a bad idea because it was a red eye with children. And it was a good idea because nobody really slept on the plane. Uh, The kids kind of did for like three hours tops. Like my son, who's the point of the story, he slept the whole flight, but it's only like four hours. Yeah, it's not a. So he's not getting a full night. Uh, By the way, does it get better? Because with little, little kids, Red eyes seem like a good idea because you're like, uh-huh. it's torture flying with kids, so let's do a red eye because then you could, they could sleep. But they don't sleep, and neither do you. So a red eye is like even worse. A red eye, for my kids, and I think kind of your kids, like it was terrible in that like none of the adults slept at all because like I'm not going to sleep comfortably no, no matter what because then I'm just afraid of waking up and then they're standing in the doorway the with terrible. the door open. They have the parachute on. <laughs> they do the two finger salute and jump out. And now I got to <laughs> scramble to go after him. Sure. Um, I'm just terrified. And so he, but he sleeps. But anyway, the, what was good about it is it, it eliminated jet lag. Sure. Because no, we're just awake for two days. Until we go to bed that night. We did, we did an afternoon nap to survive, but then they were on a good schedule. Anyway, coming back, it's supposed to be a little bit easier. So we go back. We get home really late. We get home like 1130 on Sunday night and put my kids who slept in the car in the tail end of the flight. Get them, on, get them to bed. My son is up at 530. No. Ready to go. Ready to go. I mean, he is. He's still on Disney time. He's on Disney time, and he is pumped about life. And he <laughs> Let's just, go, Dad. He is just like, what's going he's on? Like, you haven't even emotionally or physically recovered from the five days I'm yet. still crying blood. <laughs> um, he, <laughs> my, my feet are still a size and a half bigger than they were. Yeah, the yeah I've, got, I've got the ice packs taped <laughs> sure. on my feet. Now, Disney's a lot. It's um, a full day. <laughs> yeah. So And it was a full three days. Three days. And Good Lord. So so he's up at five thirty. I was like, "You're up, you're up, buddy. All right, let's go." So my daughter had off school Monday. My son had school, but we were like, "We're not going to send him to school." But he's awake, and now it's like seven thirty. We still don't need to leave for an hour, and he's still doing great. Still a happy kid. Oh my god, just having are, a time. The kids are just ready. So we're like, "All right, let's send him to school." Like he wants to go to school. He's excited. Gave him a COVID test, and then like send him to school, and he was fine. And he did the school, and then. It was one of those things where like another one of my daughter's friends was like, hey, we were all hanging out because it's the day off. Do you want to hang out? And I was like, I got to pick up my son, but I guess I'm so bored. There's something to do. So give my daughter a COVID test. We go and we have a little play date. My son comes with and they start playing. Anyway, he, the dumb dad moment was I just ran him so hard into the ground. <laughs> yeah, you don't know. He's like pedal to the metal. Yeah. <laughs> because they're not honest with you. Um, he just was like, sure. Yeah, we can do that. We can do that. And at 5 p.m. he passes out, which he's done before. And you just let him sleep for like 20, 30 minutes. You wake him up and then you put him to bed at night. He doesn't do it every day. He does it every once in a while. This time he's out. 
And we were like FaceTiming my parents. He just passes out on the couch. And I keep trying to wake him up, keep trying to wake him up. So then my wife and I go, this is going to be a dumb dad moment, but let's just put him to bed. Sure. Like, at 5 tired. p.m. At 5 p.m. Oh, man. Now he's up at 4 the next day. Yeah. We're like one of us, whoever's most up to it. But whatever. That's. Rock, paper, scissors. That's yes, 10 hours. Never good to leave it it's to the 10 moment. hours from now. It's a problem. So we just, we put him to bed. He woke up at 6.30 in the morning. Cool. So he slept it a full 12, what, 12? 13 and a half hours. 13 and a half that hours. A, that's pushing your chips all into the center of the table. I mean, I nothing, still, and then yeah. you pull aces. I mean, that's That's like, huge. That's it's still huge. a dumb dad moment. It's a dumb dad but moment, man, but it worked out. Win. It worked yeah. out. Yeah, I, uh, man, I had a couple dumb, I've had several dumb dad moments this week because my wife was doing a play, so she was sort of gone from 3 p.m. till midnight every day. Uh-huh. Oh, that so gives been a lot plenty of, of opportunity. Yeah, it's given me just a ton so of opportunity to f- things up. <laughs> so many windows. And so I would say my dumb dad moment, my the one that really sticks out, at least this week, mm-hmm. is uh, it's the NBA playoffs, right? So yeah, right. I made the mistake of sort of thinking I could watch a full game live and at the same time also take care of dinner and bedtime and all that. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I and in hindsight, should have just DVR'd the game, 100%. turned my phone off, 100%. done a regular dad day with the kids, put them down, and then just enjoyed a nice, quiet yeah. basketball game that I could fast forward through. Yeah. It would have been right. great. But... It just, I was like, I kind of want to watch this one live. It's been a fun series. It's this Celtics-Hawks series. And so then I was like, um, you know what? I'm going to watch the whole first half, let the kids do whatever they want, jump on the trampoline, go whatever, and then I'll figure out dinner, right? <laughs> and of course, it's like a little late. Yeah. It's like six now. <laughs> I haven't even really thought about yourself. dinner. And I was like, you know what I'll do? We'll go out to dinner. The three of us will go out. This will be fun. We, it's never the three of us going out to dinner. We'll go to Sharky's. Oh, I say, hey, go. kids, you want to go to Sharky's? My daughter's like, Sharky's, right? <laughs> she has no idea what Sharky's is. But yeah. she just, <laughs> sounds fun. Sounds like Baby cool Shark name. she's in. Yeah, exactly. So if it sounds anything like Baby Shark, Vera is down she's to clown, doing. right? <laughs> so I'm like, we'll go. And they've got a TV. I could probably have them turn on the Celtics. I could watch the second half. Here we go. <laughs> Full dadding it. There's going to be so other dads there. Dumb. Full dadding it. I think now I'm going to be able to go to a restaurant with two kids under five <laughs> and just like watch the second half of the game while I'm. While they sit there quietly and enjoy quietly their meal. And watch the game with me and enjoy the meal. I mean, it's going to be great. <laughs> Dad, how does basketball work? And they nuzzle in. And yeah, yeah. They're, they're so going to be like, oh, and what's that guy's name? Yeah. And where did he go to college? Yeah. You know? No. <laughs> Shouldn't they use a timeout here? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It would be a smart to use a timeout yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Wow, they really don't call traveling in professional basketball, huh, Dad? <laughs> Look like three steps to me. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, and I was going to tell my my kids about the times I played basketball, there you know, go, go. mostly Jewish league, pretty yeah. dominant, at least on the glass. Sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure. I was a good rebounder in a Jewish league. That's basically saying, like saying I was a terrible basketball player. <laughs> yeah. As we good as you are at martial arts. I was in the... But in the Jewish yeah. league, it's like everybody was like four, four ten. Yeah. You know what I mean? You didn't have to be. You just had to have your arms up. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was just, and everybody had just been bar mitzvahed, so everybody's just sort of, you know, feeling themselves. And uh, we were named after NBA teams, but it was nothing, oh, nothing like the NBA teams. And then one year they changed it to sponsors. So then I was on the Indiana. Noah's bagels. The sponsors thing is so <laughs> funny. It's the best. Because like so Joe's pizzas and subs yeah, and, and, all, all and the other amenities. Like, Come on, bagels. 
you guys got this? And I'm like, yeah. we're already a very Jewish league, and now we're the bagels. That's like, how I, that was like baseball for me. I was like Honeycut Purple because it was like this construction company. <laughs> yeah. And then we were Sparta's Pizza one year. Yeah. And then, yeah, it's all just uh, it was whoever, great. whatever parent has the most money. Is yeah, what yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically. And it said bagels on our jerseys. It was awesome. <laughs> so we get to the restaurant. We order our food. And like, again, should have thought about it. Sharkies, you, you sort of have to stand in line to order and then <laughs> go up and get it. So then my son's like, I really want to get all the salsas by myself. No one coming with me. I want to go to the- And you said- Yeah, go for it, bro. Okay. Right? Okay. And he's like, no one's going to take me because I'll just say that you're- my dad is in the restaurant. I'm like, yeah, no okay. one's gonna take someone, me. Has someone been talking to you about people taking you? Or it was just, <laughs> I've been approached a couple times, but I've always yeah, yeah. I was like, is, is this happening a lot? At the, the, <laughs> that's, and that's the move. Yeah. So I just said, <laughs> I would love to come with you. Your candy sounds great. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, he was like, no. I, I go, all right. You can go to the salsa bar and do it. Just you know, put lids on it and you know the little lids or whatever. The thing is, the Celtics game's on, and I'd rather. Yeah, it's actually, maybe this will be great. Maybe this will take up a lot of time, because it could take him forever. He can't even see what he's doing, you know? Right. I mean? <laughs> he's not tall enough to see over the salsa bar. So I'm just kind of keeping an eye on him with one eye and keeping an eye on the Celtics game and, and, the, uh, and my daughter with the other eye. Okay. Right, which isn't easy. That's a lot of stuff. How, how, many, it's like, how many eyes do you have? I've got I've got just the two, but I, I Vera and the Celtics game were sort of in the same direction. Sure. Um and salt is just flying all over the place in the other direction. Yeah, and then and the, yeah, the other eye I'm seeing just a mess happening. <laughs> so then I'm like, oh god, I gotta go over and uh help Albie with the salsa. Because yeah. he started yelling for me too. He was like, Dad, <laughs> I can't me. get these lids on. And I was like, Why don't you just bring the lids? Not on it. So bring the salsas. Don't put the lids on and bring those over to the table. And travel with them. Yeah, travel with them. He's like, well, how many can I hold? And I'm like, just two. Just make several trips, you know? Yeah. Oh, there you go. That's so good. he starts coming over with the salsas without the lids on it, really feeling himself because he's doing this on his own. Yeah. He's like very independent. And I'm like, this is going great. I'm yeah. going to text Katie. Things are great, you know? Ooh. I whip out my phone and I realize it's like 6.45 at this point. I mean, they... The, their bedtime is like 7.15. It's like, I should be like already like kind of finishing up bath time. I haven't even gotten the food yet. There's salsa being dispensed. And oh, I'm like, this is about to go horribly wrong because beer is about to start losing it. Especially yeah. when she sees what I ordered for her, which I don't think is going to be like what she wants. <laughs> right? Got her like rice and chicken and yeah. broccoli, which normally she would eat. But she that we've, we've passed the window of them being cool with basically anything. Right, right. Yeah, right, that right. window like closing is hard. She's done. She's done. And once they start, once they jump over that t- the tired line, it's done. It's over. You it's can over. be giving them whatever they want, and they're just, it's going to be free. So the food's taking a little while. I'm like, Ugh, the game's super close. <laughs> uh, it's awesome. Oh man, yeah, the tra- game is like somehow mimicking you, like yeah, tight window, yeah, real like, tense. And there's like a couple guys that are there. They're all also watching the game. I start talking to them, the, and you know when you start talking to other people, your kids just start talking to you really loud, yeah, uh-huh. or just making like la 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 la. Like I'm like, Albie, stop! I'm just trying to talk to this guy about this game. <laughs> and so then the food comes out, and the game's getting close, and Trey Young's going off, and that and. The Celtics are coming back. And it's super close. Uh, and then uh, it, it, it goes to overtime. And I'm like, nice. You know, we get more game. Yeah. But it's also more stuff I got to do. Yes, it is. Then the food comes out. Viewer wants none of it. 
<laughs> she just sees the cookies that are on the counter. Correct. And I'm thinking, Sharkies, could you not with the cookies on the counter? How are they going to? Could gonna you s- not have them out there? Yeah. Put them on the menu. You know what I mean? Then she can't read. That's cookies. not how you move product. That's not how you move product. <laughs> you put the cookies out there, so she's. You're not selling out. pretzels while you're having a, a drawing of them. Yeah, yeah. So she's freaking out about the cookies. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you put them out there. <laughs> There's a drawing. There's a logo. <laughs> so she's freaking out about the cookies. Albie's doing a pretty good job. He's he's sort of doing the thing where he's like, Vera, look at me. I'm eating all my dinner, and I'm going to get the cookies. You're not going to get the cookies because <laughs> oh, you're not yes. even going to. And then I'm doing trying shots to, of salsa. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what Katie and I have talked about because we have all these things about food and I don't want to ever be like, if you eat this, you get that because I don't want to reinforce the whole idea of like desserts, something you get as a reward for eating your dinner. yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. And so I'm like, but it's but it's 15. late, and we're losing time, and the sun's going down, and it's overtime, and I'm just like, why did I do this to myself or to them? <laughs> yeah. So then I'm like trying to be like, all right, I'll get the cookie right now, and I'm gonna put it on your plate, and then you can decide what you're gonna eat. As if she's not just gonna eat the cookie and literally throw the entire dinner on the floor, which is what she did. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not like taking the mm-hmm. plate and dumping it, just handfuls at a time on the floor. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. To kind of mm-hmm. equal out mm-hmm. the salsa. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, oh, God, you guys, stop. There's So it's a mess. Vera's just eating the cookie. Albie's crying because he thinks I just let her eat the cookie and didn't really be like, well, she didn't earn it. You need to have dinner. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I've been eating all this guacamole for nothing. Right. And I'm like, guys. That's what I always the say. The game is so <laughs> close. <laughs> so First anyway, of all, guacamole is essential. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So then we get home. It's a we, good fact. We finally get through dinner. The game was amazing. Um, dinner. The, the 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 food's all over the restaurant. I mean, we've made a mess of the salsa bar, our table, and a lot of the area around where the television was. <laughs> So now I'm like cleaning up. I'm like, do you guys have a broom? They're like, no, don't worry about it, sir. I'm like, I can't do this to you guys. I just, just a broom and a and a dust. I'll and they're like, we're not gonna have you sweep up the the restaurant. I'm like, just a broom, a dustpan, and like a polo. Just a quick and like a little name tag. You know what? Let's bu- and, and let's then. just bust out the power wash and tell everybody to lift their feet. <laughs> so I'm like sweeping up the restaurant. I'm trying to like clean it. It's it's you know Vera's she's stepping in the dustpan. Yep. I'm like Vera, no no don't step on the dustpan. She's like, can I do the dustpan? I'm like, guys, I just want to clean the restaurant and get out of here. You know, it's past your bedtime. The sun's down. The game's over. Neither of you ate anything. So I'm asking for like a to-go thing. Wait so a I second, can, I ate a bunch of guacamole, Dad. Yeah. Now I'm going to like take all this food to go as if they're going to eat it like tomorrow. We all know. <laughs> Breakfast? We all know this is going to sit in the fridge for three days and then I'm going to, and then Katie's going to go, we all are you going to eat these tacos? And I'm like, no. I'm like, Oh, I forgot about yeah. those. We all need to grow mold in our fridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so there's, I, the, the, it's still in the fridge. Yeah. I finally get home. It's, it's way after their bedtime. And now I have to make the decision, do I skip, do I skip bath? Yes. Are we skipping bath? Yes. You, yes, you do. This was not one of the days that you can skip bath. Oh. I mean, they were covered in salsa. <laughs> Vera had dirt. I don't know what was all over her face. It was like chicken, and there was those <laughs> the cookie chocolate, melted chocolate. So uh, I just did the uh, the dad shower. Dad shower. Full uh-huh. dad shower. Yeah. We're all going in the shower. Dad's going to shower, too, because I haven't yeah. showered in like three or four days. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> at least. Everybody in. File in. Yeah. yeah. And I wanted to shower because National Pretzel Day was the next day, and I sort of wanted to, you know, have because I was going to be on TV like seventeen times that day, and I <laughs> thought maybe I, my hair should look my, like ma'am, ma'am. it's been shampooed. Yeah, 
And so we did the dad shower and I got the, and you know, they went to bed at like really late. <laughs> and Katie's like, hey, think? I'm looking at the monitor and like, looks like lights are on and stuff's happening. I'm like, I, I, I'm on it, Katie. I'm on it. I'm on it. I was going to say, you at the restaurant. walked over and unplugged in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why isn't the monitor working? Wi Fi's down. Wi Fi's been down. Yeah. Wi Fi's down. Yeah, I was going to say, that it feels like at the right moment at the restaurant where you look down and it's like 14 messages and three missed calls from the yeah, wife. Why, what, 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 what are you guys doing? How's it going? I'm like, amazing. It's going amazing. Yeah. Uh, so that was my dumb dad moment. Just a general, uh, completely, un- like, I didn't have to do that. It could have been just a smooth night, but because I wanted to watch this random game of two teams I don't even really root for, <laughs> uh, I had to make a complete <laughs> show out of the yeah. evening. Which is funny because you were watching a sport and your failure was clock management. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. exactly. Dude, it exactly would have been a good right. it would have been a good day to do a post con- uh, a press conference. A press conference, yeah. yeah. God, I love those press conferences. You, you deserve guys. it. You deserve to I sit there the and have them just so much. Do people come up to you all the time and they're like I love the press conferences. We do get, we do get the press conferences a lot. Oh, yeah. What a cool thing to be like it's, famous for. <laughs> <laughs> they are really fun. This I really love fun. press conferences. Yeah. I, can I guest star on one of the press yeah. conferences? We'll do one. But they, they make me feel better about being a dad, and they also make yep. me sort of take things less seriously. A lot of times when I'm like in it and I'm so pissed off, and I want to like just like be like, "Katie, I'm out, I'm out, I'm running away." Mm-hmm. Like like the like the men used to do in the fifties. They're just like, "I'm out. I'm going to start a different family." <laughs> this is too difficult. Yeah, it's too difficult. I'm 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 just hitting the road. Yeah. Uh, I just like think like. Then I all of a sudden I like you guys will pop into my head like the press conference and I'm like it like contextualizes the sort of absurdity of yeah. the moment and then that reduces the actual tension and you're like mm. this would be a really funny thing to talk about at the press conference. <laughs> it's like why really we started talking about say. yeah. Thank it's you. like why we started talking about dumb dad moments on the podcast because it was like how many moments you have like this where it's like one thing leads to another leads to another <laughs> leads to another and then the whole night is shot and it's over and I made all these mistakes if I would have just DVR'd the game ah. But smooth. Then you think like objectively, it's hilarious. And I also yes. want to set precedent. I think subconsciously and, and sometimes consciously, I want to set precedent with my children that sports are really important to me. Okay. I'm not trying to like raise them where it's like, oh yeah, I'll DVR every game so that you guys have your perfect day. My yeah. dad didn't do that. My dad no. was like, you're watching the game. And then I became a huge sports fan. I'm glad he did. Yeah. He also I, didn't, have, didn't have DVR. Yeah, they didn't have, he didn't have DVR. <laughs> he didn't have DVR. And there's no way you would have been able to figure out how to record with a VCR. I remember walking in right. to, to ask my mom about like homework or something, and she sh- loudly shushed me away because West Wing was on. And there's no right. DVR in that. And then you realize that's important. Okay, I am so sorry. It's yeah. Just, uh, no, I was not Honestly, allowed. Honestly, that wasn't going to make or break my high school career. Yeah, I was not allowed to watch. Yeah, yeah, That was a lost cause at that point anyway. Was done. Yeah. You, were, you were done anyway. She's like, what am I going to do, help you, and then suddenly you're valedictorian? No. Yeah, we, no. no. <laughs> suddenly you're valedictorian. Like, when they hand me the diploma, they're going to be like, wow, no kidding. My what dad, a change. Basketball yeah. was a priority in our household. Uh, I was... I, I was never allowed like an unexcused absence from school. Both of my parents were teachers, but March Madness, mm-hmm. the first Thursday of March Madness, I was allowed to take off school. That's pretty rad. The first two days of March That's Madness so cool. are a magical, they're amazing. They're my favorite thing in the world. A trillion minutes of basketball. It's great. My favorite March Madnesses were the were the first few years I was in LA, where I was single, unemployed. <laughs> Had absolutely <laughs> nothing going for me, and I could like those are everyone's belly up years. at a bar yeah. in like Santa Monica at a sports yeah. bar and watch every game from 
and in LA the games start at 9 a.m. Yeah. From just like 9 a.m. until till basically 8 p.m. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Ah, oh, those March Madnesses were. The we best. we uh, we're going to Vegas with a few of my buddies. We would we were going for like the first opening weekend. Oh yeah, and they you would go to have Vegas. like the convention center upstairs open or what or like you know the conference rooms open and they'd have like eight movie blow up screens of like individual games and then there's just like a thousand people in the room and everybody's got money on one of the it games was the and it was just the, was the atmosphere was just crazy now i'm just like thursday morning game i'm not gonna see that i'll just <laughs> uh-huh like once i get the kids down i'm gonna watch just like a quick youtube recap of the day and yeah. just like think the about. app is pretty good i will say that it's the you can kind of like switch and follow along as you go but yeah it's not, there's no more just it's like hard sitting to, down and watching yeah i mean i've had to prioritize sports in the same way that you have to do everything as a parent i've had to just be like i'm not gonna be able to watch pepperdine versus <laughs> yeah, yeah, you gotta pick. You, you gotta know pick what I mean. What I you have want. to just like pick the game that's most important. And, and announce behold, it early. Picked. Announce it early. Like, <laughs> and then you have all the ones you decide to pick is Boston, Boston Atlanta. Atlanta. What am I doing? <laughs> okay, so quickly we're, we're probably yeah, we running out of time up. a little bit here, but I do want to ask you. So you're you're a basketball fan, lifelong basketball fan, you're Philly, all these things. How do you wind up in? NBA 2K oh, as good. a character, as a video 2K game 23 and 22. And good wow. question. So I I was doing a show called Kingdom, which was about a bunch of MMA fighters, yeah. mm-hmm. of which I was not one of them. That's, that's <laughs> my, kind of my thing as an actor. I'm in things <laughs> where it's about a thing. And about I'm a specific not, skill. I'm not in that thing. <laughs> and I was like that in my, my first 10 years of being an actor. I, was a com- I did a million commercials. Mm-hmm. And my bread and butter with commercials was being the per- – every commercial has somebody who's not – who does not have the knowledge of what it is the commercial selling. Yeah, no, I'm not. And I was, that's what you and I book normally. I'm always yeah. the clown. And I was yeah. that guy too. Always. I was just, they'd be like, some restaurants give you sandwiches that look like this. And they would cut to me and I'd be like, here's your burrito, dude. Yeah. And they'd be like, but in Subway and the music <laughs> yeah. changes. Yeah. And it's a dude who's like gorgeous and he's selling, he's, he's got this beautiful sandwich. And then it would cut back to me at the end of the commercial, a little button like, this guy (laughs) (laughs) and so I always knew like when I was auditioning for commercial that I was going to get it or not get it based on how much knowledge the character I was auditioning for had if I I have to say anything that's like positive about the product I'm not getting it 15% or more will save you $8 sorry I'm sorry you're not getting it let me me play the height of my intelligence which is pretty low yeah Yeah. pretty low like but if it was a commercial where somebody was like yo look at this new phone I got and that guy had a friend who was like whoa who check out my line yeah yeah (laughs) and you like pull out your antenna yeah you you drop it into a lake or whatever that's me that's me (laughs) Uh, but anyway, I did. I was like that guy, and and now in TV and film, I'm also that guy. It's just I'm I love it. the guy who's outside of the world of the rest of the characters. One of those shows was Kingdom, and the casting director from Kingdom was like, "Hey, crazy idea, but are you available next week? I have a friend who's directing, um, uh, and and casting NBA 2K, and they just need somebody like to go up there, do this like quick thing. This yeah. is NBA 2K two. 2018 or something mm-hmm. like that. And uh and I went and I had like the best time ever. Like I thought it was gonna be really weird. First of all, it's the NBA and I'm obsessed, and so I was just so happy. And yeah. I was playing like an Adidas rep, like mm-hmm. in the storyline part of the game. 
where you're a player and you meet with all these different shoe companies and yeah. you pick which one you want to sign with. I yeah. was if you chose Adidas, I would be a big part of your sort of experience in the game. If you chose Nike, it was just one meeting. Yeah, sort of choose your own adventure. And then I had a blast, and I loved the director there. It was just so much fun. And then they brought me back the next season. Like, all right, now you're going to be like the. Um, you're going to be like the guy from Gatorade. And I'm like, sweet. And then the next season, like now you're going to be like an agent for the player. And the next season, you're like, you're the VP of the team that drafts the player. I like it. You coming I like along it. with other Is players. It, it'd be yeah. even better if it was the same guy. He just has like, yeah, he just, sorry, he's actually progressing through the, the season. guy last year? <laughs> yep, now I own the team. And uh, so, so the last one I did was NBA 23. And I'm like the Ernie Johnson. I'm like... The guy on television who has a TV show uh-huh. who's yeah. flanked by two NBA experts. <laughs> and those were played by Kendrick Perkins and J.J. Reddick. So I went up to that's San Francisco. Crazy. We Whoa. shoot we shoot in Petaluma on a soundstage that's all for motion cap. Mm-hmm. And Do you get to wear the golf ball, the ping pong ball? The whole your- thing. You're you're in black tight suit with your with your sort of junk exposed a little bit because it's real tight. I'm sure they asked you not to. I'm sure they told you to cover it up. Yeah, yeah. Got to cover that up. <laughs> Had that HR meeting. And then you put the little balls all over you uh, mm-hmm. and you're like this motion cap guy. And then you have a helmet and there's a camera attached to the helmet. There's microphones all over you, the sensors. And, and then act natural. Yeah, and and then you get to like pick out your shoe, whatever size you want, whatever. And those shoes have, they're like basketball shoes, but they got balls all over it. Mm-hmm. And then... They have the same exact outfit, but for Kendrick Perkins, who's seven one and just like the <laughs> yeah. largest person you've ever seen. And then we all meet out there on the stage, and we sit down, and I'm like, "Wow, this is like inside the NBA. I mean, this is like TNT. I yeah. know this world so well. It yeah. was like the yeah. easiest character I've ever played to basically play the guy who sits between the two experts on ESPN. Yeah. That's so and funny. our show's called Top Takes Daily, and we shot for three days. And the best part about it was. You can't do um, pickups with motion capture. It's full take or nothing. If you mess up, you got to go back to the beginning yeah. because of the way that it's sort of mm. captured. It captures the fluidness. It's the of whole the thing. Movement. So yeah, every yeah. take in NBA 2K is a full take, yeah. which I find to be fun. It's a fun challenge, and I kind of like that. And it feels like theater. Back to and Broadway, yeah. Also, every yeah, back back to Broadway. Um, also, it's what I find to be the truest form of acting is motion capture. You would think maybe it's the opposite because mm-hmm. you're dressed like a space suit and you're yeah, on this yeah. weird stage with a million cameras, but you don't have to cheat out. Like in theater, you got to cheat to the audience. In TV and film, you have to cheat to the camera. Right. You know, and there's all, or sitcoms, you have to sort of cheat to the camera and the studio audience and you have to speak up and you, in theater, you have to like project to the back row. Right. This is like, there is no specific camera. There's 10,000 cameras on you. Right. If you turn in 360 degrees, you're totally picked up. If you whisper, your microphone's right next to your mouth. Yeah. If you make the most subtle eyeball movement, the camera on your helmet is picking that up. That's and the so computer cool. is registering it. So you just really act as natural as you possibly can. Yeah. I, I I find it to be the most freeing, natural form of acting. I love it. And um, every time you take a cut, they sort of have to reset all these things. Computer takes a while to sort of cut, and then they have to reset 7,000 cameras. You gotta render the, so every cut files. is sort of like 
five minutes. Uh-huh. And during those five minutes, I just asked JJ Redick and Kendrick Perkins like every single question I've ever wanted <laughs> yeah. to ask an NBA player. Yeah. <laughs> like the most crazy questions that I've always wondered. Like, yeah. why do you guys, why do you guys expend so much energy helping each other up? Why, when mm-hmm. someone falls in the NBA, do like two other guys run over and lift them up? It seems like now, now three people are affected by that guy falling. Just mm-hmm. let him get up. Why are you got? I'm like, ooh, you could throw your back out lifting up Shaq. <laughs> or like in Jewish basketball, yeah, we, we did not help. We anyone. did not help. People also, there were a lot of lawsuits. You you open your up yourself up to. You don't want to help somebody up because you don't know. You know you don't know. You just don't know. There's a lot of lawyers out there in the seats going, let's go bagels. Um, but um. But yeah, so I just asked them, like, who's the funniest NBA player you ever played with? Is there anybody that's really funny the whole time on the court and it actually is distracting? You know, like, I just had, like, a million questions for them about everything about the game. And JJ and Kendrick were so cool. And they just, ugh, it was awesome. That's I was so like, what funny. do you guys eat at halftime? Do you eat at halftime? <laughs> do you take naps? Your how questions you, are wild. Yeah, like how do you deal with jet lag? How do you do a road trip right. and continue to play at the level you need to play at? Like, And like Kendrick said, like Scotty Brooks when he was at Oklahoma City, they were, they were having major sleep problems on the team, and they brought in like a sleep trainer for all the players because the players were like – Kendrick's like, I take like really long naps. I only sleep like three hours a night. And then I take like four hour naps. And Scotty Brooks was like, you have to stop doing that because you're showing up to a away game after taking a four hour nap in the hotel. (laughs) And you know, if you take a four hour nap, that's a bad window. You're like completely messed up. Yeah, that's for two days. Yeah, so I just just found those conversations to be so fascinating and they were so cool so that's how i ended up in nba 2k and like that's hilarious basically the as long as this guy's directing it i'm kind of cast in some shape or form for each year it's the coolest thing ever that's what's, that. what's fascinating about acting is like you get to play these crazy characters but then all of a sudden you're, now you're in this entire different medium different that you probably me- never thought and it's, no, and it's, it's so like that like hey i'm doing this thing why don't you jump over here? We'll do this thing really quick, and it turns into now this uh, you know annual <laughs> situation for you, which is rad. But like, I so love cool. it, and it's just like you know. At one point last year, I I flew back from Budapest doing, when I was doing the John Wick series, which is a total like action drama, mm-hmm. so that I could finish up Never Have I Ever season four. Yeah. And while I was here, like the director for 2K was like, if you're like back in the States, can I just get you for one day? I'm like, yeah, I think I can. So I like flew up to Petaluma to do the 2K thing. And basically, like in like a 72 hour period between San Francisco, LA, and Budapest, I did like three completely different genres, completely different styles of acting. And it was like, this is the coolest thing ever. That's so I love it. I love it. I love this stuff. That's amazing. So you have. So that's is that you plug in Never Have I Ever? Is it? Oh yeah, Never Have I Ever comes out in in June, our last season, June, season four, right? And then September for uh, the Continental, the John Wick series. So cool, the that's Continental. Amazing. I've seen the trailer for that, right? Yeah, the yeah, trailer just that's came out. Cool. It's it's the backstory behind like how Winston became the guy that runs the hotel in New York, the Continental. Do you have any so it's fifty years before the the TV show starts, right? Oh, okay. So John is uh, he's not even born. He doesn't have a dog. He's not even there. Um, I think we could probably good. do this for three more hours, but we got to go pick up our I know, kids. Yeah. I know we all have to pick up the um, kids. <laughs> the pod, this is the podcast that always ends because everyone has to go pick up their kids. <laughs> uh, well, thanks so much. You have nothing else to plug. Does Sean have anything to announce? I mean, I'll let you guys know when I get the um, 
the tubes tied. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shonda Sean, will let yeah, you know. We can recommend By the way, have you guys done that yet? Yeah, we both yeah, did vasectomies. It. They're great. And did you get the vasectomies during any sort of large... Because you have to like stay in bed for a couple days? No. Mm, no. Like how much no, time did you, you have, have to take off? <laughs> yeah. It's not like, a, like the rest of that day the of and the day. then the next day is a little... Uncomfortable, but you're uncomfortable. Because when I do it, I want to time it with like maybe the first Thursday of March Madness or something where I could watch. Yeah. 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 That would be smart. NFL playoffs. You can't do anything the rest of the day. So yeah, yeah. Like NFL playoffs would be great if I could get it done like on a Sunday morning, the first round when there's like four games. Yeah, basically just like sitting on a frozen bag of peas. What you're doing? Love that. Yeah. So it's you're sitting on the peas. Does that mean it's your the area between your? I kept kept telling not to sit on it. Um, Like, (laughs) (laughs) what is sore when it's done? Uh, All of it. Exactly. Oh yeah. It's like getting it's like getting kicked in the balls and it never goes away. Yeah, it's like getting kicked in the balls and it's the balls and it never goes away. How about the like the penis? Is that is that sore or is it just the balls? It's it's just a lot going on down there. You're not kind of. How about the little area in between your poo poo and your and your balls? I don't. You know, I didn't take a full inventory exactly, down there. Exactly. Yeah, I didn't because uh, really it was just all very sore. Yeah, yeah. it's like it's, it's mostly it's mostly like the feeling. I'm like sweating. No one gets guys. I'm sweating. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll wait until you get snipped. Um, oh boy. Well, that'll be, be next time you're on. We'll talk congratulations, about guys. <laughs> but it doesn't hurt anymore. No, no. it's totally fine. Great. But thanks everybody's, for everybody's balls feel good. <laughs> it's great. Feel amazing. <laughs> Every, guys, thank you for get asking. your bells clipped. Thanks for listening to the Dumb Dad Podcast. We are uh, at the Dumb Dads on TikTok, yeah, Instagram, dads! Twitter. Uh, please subscribe to the podcast, rate and review it if you guys haven't done it. Uh, those who have, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Uh, thanks to uh, ChoboStudios.com for hosting us here today <laughs> in this awesome studio. This place has been great. Yep. Uh, and thanks to, of course, our guest, Adam Shapiro. Hey, it feels good to be on this podcast with Shappy. you guys. I feel like, I feel like I'm at home. And then the last thing, do we have a... a, a Anyone have a dad joke? You got a favorite dad joke? Uh, you know, it's not my favorite, but I used it um, yesterday because it was National Pretzel Day, and okay. I was I was just you know I don't know if you guys know this, but you, you know what dance you do on National Pretzel Day? I sure do. The twist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll say this one. Uh, <laughs> what the twist? Uh, the what was the balloon's last words to 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 his dad? I don't know. Watch this pop. Welcome to the world, little one. Welcome to life. How do I stop this? The Dumb Dad Podcast is proudly presented by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.